0: What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of our weekly Friday market updates. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go over what is actually happening with the Bay Area marketplace. What are some of the news that are happening in the Bay Area? And of course, I answer any questions, but also show you ultimately what is actually happening from a data perspective. This week we have the same stories that are happening on both ends. So I want you to take a look at this one. New report shows homeowners continue to leave the Bay Area.
1: Let's listen in. ...on some new data from Redfin. Charles, what are they saying? Where are people going? Well, you know, when the pandemic started almost two years ago, a lot of people left San Francisco, uh, some of the coastal cities looking for some more space, a little more affordability, and the ability to work from home made that all possible. Well, again, almost two years later, we have evidence that that's still happening. According to real estate brokerage company, Redfin, homebuyers continue to leave expensive places like San Francisco, New York, and Washington, D.C. And they're looking to buy homes in more affordable metro areas with better weather. After analyzing millions of search results on their Redfin website, the company determined that Las Vegas, Phoenix, Miami, and Sacramento are among the most popular destinations. This has been a trend for, I mean, at least five maybe ten years taylor Mars, is the deputy chief economist at redfin he says that the shift from expensive coastal metro areas to more affordable locations has been going on for a while but the pandemic really heated up the real estate market he says it has stayed hot because it takes time for home buyers to figure things out a lot of families that maybe were homeschooling or doing remote learning didn't quite know
0: exactly what their long-term plans were uh, had to figure things out with with work. Maybe people are still switching jobs over the last year and moving into a job that is more
1: remote friendly or allows them to move to a cheaper area and keep the higher pay. So we see a lot of that happening. Looking forward, Mar is reluctant to make any predictions but believes the trend will continue because working from home has become more widely accepted. There's the permanent critical juncture, a shift of more flexible work,
0: more uh, dispersed workforces even within large companies. And so I think there's a lot of technology adoption that happened during the pandemic that will result in some of this long term relocation and flexible uh, arrangements to move to cheap areas will sustain.
1: All right, back live now, there are two forces that could sort of slow down this trend. One is that there uh, could be interest rate hikes over the course of the next year, the Fed has said it wants to possibly raise rates to slow down inflation. That could inflation that could discourage people from buying homes. And also, as the pandemic eases, not everyone's going to get to work from home. And a lot of people will have to go back to the office. And that could prevent them from moving to where they might uh, might want to. But for now, in San Mateo County, Charles Clifford, at Cronford News. Uh,
0: all right. So how many of you guys have seen that article or seen this story? Everybody's leaving the Bay Area. The migration continues. At the same time, let's read the next one. Number of Bay Area homes for sale hits record lows. In some cities, buyers have only a handful of choices if they can afford them. But wait a second, home prices are going up? Home for sale is, going, is, is so low? Wait, I thought everybody was leaving out of the Bay Area. So which one is it? What is all this kind of, as you can see, they're very extreme clickbait headline articles on both ends, right? The reality is actually the number of sales that have occurred last year was higher than pre-COVID. And the other reality is, yes, people are moving. People are clearly buying here. So it's just a, it's just a status quo. But of course, it's not attractive for headline articles to read both. right? There are always going to be more sensational. Look at this next sensational one. Ticker, a $2 million fixer-upper. Proof of San Francisco's very hot real estate market. Hold up, guys. You guys just saw what you just heard, right? Wait a second. I thought everybody was just leaving San Francisco. Wait, why is San Francisco's real estate market hot? Which one is actually the truth? The reality is the market is very strong. That's why you're seeing these different things. And don't be caught or caught up about these, right? Because think about this. Let's say you were fortunate or you are someone that has lots of money that has the ability to buy any property, Right. Every area will have a band of prices. And the reality is this. Every home will cost X dollars to renovate. That's why you can't be like, okay, if the neighboring homes are $3 million and this one cost $300,000 to fix up or whatever it is. Do the math backwards. Why wouldn't you be glad to have dip, taken that home for you reduce the amount of t- cost and time to factor in to, to renovate? But to potentially buy with a little bit of a buffer, why wouldn't a lot of people do it? And that's why every area will have a flooring. So don't be surprised with these clickbait articles. Like if it was a piece of dirt for $2 million, it may make sense in some areas, right? If there was, you know, if in an area like uh, Palo Alto, which is $4 million for a single family home, and a cost of construction is virtually very similar all across the Bay Area, let's say it's 400 per square feet, and you could build a 2,000 square foot home. So just do that math backwards, right? There was, you just do that math backwards and you can understand at the end of the day, every area will have a flooring. So don't be too surprised with this. It just shows like this area altogether is over 3 million maybe, 4 million, maybe even more, right? And so all of this can easily be determined. So it's not uh, it's not, not foreign if you knew like what home they're going for in that area. And you just understand it's just basic math. And then quite frankly, then you have a brand new home if they were to fully tear this down or renovate it. And that's why things are selling for what they are. Very predictable as long as you understand what's going on in that marketplace. Next, is Bay Area real estate the next frontier for crypto? Bitcoin and other virtual currencies make appearance in Silicon Valley deals. So it's gonna be interesting, right, to continue to see this happening. Um, If you actually look, you know, the crypto market has taken a huge tumble recently, but it's very cyclical as it is expected to be. Now, as people want to divest out of that, a lot of people have earned a lot of money at the same time, like a lot of money. So a lot of huge deals are coming from uh, people that had fortunately made uh, investments in crypto and different currencies. And so if you think about it, like these people could have made, let me think about the growth that they had, right? Even if you had $100,000 into a place, you could easily, they could have maybe tens of millions of dollars at the very least. And so a lot of people may be thinking, okay, you know what? I've made a lot of money. Let's go spend some of that money into something that's a safer, less cyclical asset class. And so we're going to see a lot of this continue to happen, especially as it's very volatile and as they may want to divest. At the same time, there's still a lot of innovation and still a lot of things going on. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some more of this. I have a client that is also very big in crypto and they're asking, hey, look, is there a way to potentially trade in some of that to maybe directly to another owner now the issue is on the owner's side they may not be able to or wanting to accept that especially because of it's been so volatile right i mean think about this everything has a valuation so let's say you say the house is worth two million bucks and you have uh crypto you made a deal for two million dollars right now well it depends on how long your escrow time is right on one end it could have done very well it's now worth you know way more on the other end, it could be worth way less and that's the challenge of something with like crypto where it is very volatile good or bad so it's hard for both parties potentially unless they're both like in alignment i don't really care i feel like crypto is worth this but that's becomes more subjective and that's the trickier part about crypto of these deals because it, it moves so quickly um so the value the value can literally change by as you can see if you just follow the crypto market by like 50% in uh in a matter of uh a few weeks if not a few months so that, that's what makes it more challenging than the actual facilitation of it is okay someone's gonna feel shafted one way or another if crypto goes up a lot then the other side will be like wow i paid a whole lot of money for this There's this one example chamath um the infamous uh vc i don't know if he's doing a vc anymore but he has many different uh large deals he spent $1.6 million for a Lake Tahoe property in 2014, and uh, that was 2014. So this was the most expensive sale of a Lake Tahoe property. If you look at today's value in history uh, of how much that that is worth today. So that's what makes it really funny to look back and um, why these deals are always a lot harder uh, for that reason, because it is still very subjective. Next. A members-only luxury co- club with fees up to $100,000 is coming to SF's Transamerica Pyramid. Here's a first look. So there are many of these private clubs already in place uh, in, in San Francisco. You have the Battery, you have Wingtip, uh, you have the Modernist. So you have a couple of them. They haven't been doing as well over the last two years, especially as people haven't been here. What's funny is before then, it was it was all the rage. Right. Everybody wanted to go in and be there uh, because it was a great place to meet new people. Um, it, it also ultimately filtered each other out right, for people that have to be willing to pay a specific price uh, to be part of this club and for those that value it. And this will be on the extreme of that. Set to open in 2023, this is going to be a price tag of $15,000 initiation fee to $100,000 with annual fees of $15,000 to $18,000 a year which is invite only. Now, they're very exclusive area, San Francisco, New York, and Milan. You know, if I was living in SF, maybe I would, I would buy this to invite all my uh, clients and future clients there. But if you're in SF, something for you to look into, if this is something that's meaningful for you, and then uh, because I introduced you to it or share this with you, please invite me. That'd be great. So that's uh, some fun news there related to a new luxury club coming in. Next, buyers view just eight homes before making their purchase. So this is the lowest number on record. It's not that much lower. So I'm not saying it's, oh, it's all of a sudden, uh, this is like a crazy low number that people have uh, viewed. Uh, in the past, it's been nine homes that people have viewed before uh, getting uh, an offer really kind of accepted, right? For those that have purchased a, a home. It's not uncommon. And this is why I tell people, especially everything moves within a week. You shouldn't be like, oh, I look at this home. Let me compare it back to a home I saw three weeks ago. That's not the right mentality to have because that home three weeks ago is long gone. And so you can't compare it that way. You can look at homes to get a sense as to what is important for you on your scorecard, right, as to, okay, if I find a home that meets all these things, I should have the confidence to perform, to to move forward. And how aggressive you are may be on the range, depending on how much you love the home versus you like it but are happy to live in it. That's the mentality that people do have that have been successful and should have. because. Like I said, you can't buy a home that, that is not there. And because everything sells within a week, you want to have that internal checklist. And it's normal to change parameters and and, and adjust accordingly. But uh, it's something to be mindful of. Like, look, the average is eight homes. You can do that in two weekends. Now, whether you get those homes or not is a different story. But the idea is this kind of gives you an idea of the medium amount of homes that people typically see. Okay, let's talk about the data and let's wrap up. So... San Mateo County, 151 new listings this week, 115 contingent pending. You take a look at prices. They are higher than it was in December, but they are lower than it is November. Very interesting to see for San Mateo County for single family. Condos and townhomes have been relatively flat um, throughout the year. Nothing too crazy there, especially as return to work has not uh, begun yet. If you look at uh, Santa Clara County, you can see 378 new listings. That's a lot of new homes. This is the most it has been in the last two months, 305 contingent pending. You can see the medium sales price for single family homes is higher than it was the previous months. So be mindful of that. Connells and Townhomes is interesting. It still shows to be lower. Um, I don't agree with this. And as you make a few offers on Connells and Townhomes yourself, you'll probably see that. The homes are selling really close to what they were selling for in the past. But we will see uh, what happens i'm it's kind of interesting to see this being this low i think it's it's more uh within what others have sold for recently alameda county 369 new listings lots of homes on the market 256 contingent pending you can see prices are higher than it was december but lower than the previous uh than the previous high time was just november condos and townhomes have increased mildly throughout the year but still very predictable right The reason why i like to show people this data is because it's very important to understand what is actually happening with the marketplace you saw both very sensational articles on one end everybody's leaving on another end home prices continue to rise what is it it's kind of in the middle which is why i always go over what is actually happening it's nothing too crazy it's actually very predictable when you look at and understand what homes are actually selling for so if you or anyone you know has any questions about the real estate market please give me a call or send me a text at any time. My number is below, or you can call it text 408-547-4590. And I'll see you at the next one. Have a good weekend. Bye now.